Hello, I am back with another episode. Um, This one is just about a bunch of thoughts that were prompted by my recent museum visits and just a lot of, I don't know, thoughts that have come up. Um, Well, the title of this episode is The Last Thing in My Life Will Be a Picture, Not a Word, because that was a quote that I saw on um, a wall in the National Gallery Um, And it was like this art exhibit. And yeah, it just like really, really stuck out to me. And the art exhibit was also super cool. It was basically like animating over some really famous paintings and kind of um, just a lot of like, I don't know, different perspectives. It was like, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. It was just very cool. It was overlaying different animations on top of existing paintings and showing how um to look at them like you know because when you're looking at a painting people's eyes kind of travel differently across it so it's talking about that and also um kind of had some overlaying of like indigenous people or like black and brown people on it because those people are usually not featured in paintings but it was like trying to symbolize that the opulence in the paintings came from the work of black and brown people so it was stuff like that um but And yeah, it was like kind of like an art, like digital screen room with all of that going on. And then there was a voiceover and the voiceover was um, supposed to signify um, this character from Greek mythology. I think her name was Cassandra. I'm not sure exactly, actually. But um, basically, Apollo spits in her mouth, if I understood the voiceover correctly. Apollo spits in her mouth which gives her the power of seeing the future, except no one believes her. Um, And basically the whole voiceover is about how she tried to warn people about the destruction of Troy, but her whole curse is she sees the future exactly, except she can't convince anyone of it, Um, which also sounds pretty scary. So that, that was the art exhibit. Super, super cool. I've kind of gone to a bunch of museums at this point so far, and um, it's definitely overwhelming and overstimulating to be in a museum sometimes. And I've been trying to focus more on like enjoying the exhibits that I like and, you know, not trying to cover everything. Um, so yeah, there was this like human evolution exhibit that I have a bunch of thoughts about that I'll probably record a separate time, but yeah, that kind of stood out to me. And then there was one about lion hunting, which was so sad. Um, let me just talk about this because basically this like um king of the assyrian empire um i hope i'm saying that right assyrian um which is like in the middle east i think like iran or something like that um wanted to like prove to his people that he's going to protect them from the lions in the jungle but instead of like going out to hunt them he would have his you know servants um capture the lion and bring them to him and then he would like release them from the cage and then hunt them down in like a circle of land I guess um yeah it was just like super sad and yeah I don't know it just made me sad think about all and it was the art was a bunch of like wall um etchings showing this and it was just like so many like dozens of lions so very very sad but anyway back back to the last thing in my life will be a picture not a word um I just thought that was really cool because I tend to think a lot in pictures and like being very visual. Um, And I don't know, it just stuck out to me because um, 
you know, like, if you think about, like, what existed before words or what will come afterwards or, like, how we process things, I feel like it's always a picture. Like, like I love to, like, read about how, like, the subconscious mind, like, processes things. And that's also, like, pictures because it's, like, so um, primitive almost. So um, I just thought that was cool. And then I was trying to – I was thinking about what would – this is so eerie. This is such an eerie thought. But I was thinking about what would the last picture – in my life be I mean obviously I don't know but I don't know it just made me think about the whole um phenomenon of how people are supposedly playing back their lives when they die um I mean I don't know how true that is it kind of makes sense because it's supposed to be that your brain is kind of giving you like one last ditch effort to live or to want to live or a lot of DMT, I think, is released when you're dying. So that could be, like, the reason for the hallucinations. But I'm not sure why people say the specific type of hallucination is a replay of your life. But anyway, that, um, I guess, I don't know, could be true. I don't know. Knock on wood. Don't have to find out. Um, but, yeah, basically, because of this, I was thinking about how, um, kind of going throughout life, I tend to do this a lot when I see something really beautiful or... Um, just something that stands out to me is I'll kind of go through these like five steps to like soak in the memory. So if you've like seen when people, um, I guess people as in posts more, more like on the internet when it says, you know, if you have anxiety about something, um, and kind of bring yourself back into the present moment, like if you're just panicking or just have a lot of anxiety, um, to do these things where like, you know, you look around at you at five things that you can see. Um, four things that you can hear, you know, three things that you can touch, two things that you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. And that's supposed to kind of calm you down and bring you back into the present moment. Um, and when I saw that a long time ago, I started applying it to um, memories that I want to like soak in. So, you know, if there's like a beautiful scene in front of me or somewhere that I'm like really having a lot of fun or something like that, um, I'll kind of go through these steps just to become more aware and kind of um, lock in the memory, I guess. So I have like a lot of pictures like that in my mind of places that I've done that. Um, so that's kind of what I was thinking about um, in terms of like soaking in memories. Um, yeah. And um, the other kind of vein of thought this prompted was a lot of people like before I was... Um, coming here to London for work and stuff, we're saying like, you know, this is like an amazing opportunity. It's like a once in a lifetime thing, like, you know, really enjoy it and all of that, which is very sweet. And um, I understand that because obviously like this is a really cool opportunity, but in my mind, I was kind of always like, you know, what if I don't want it to be once in a lifetime? As in, not that this exact thing gets repeated, which I'll get to, but more like it's possible um, that your life can have you know, multiple things like this happen in different ways, right? So that's kind of what I was thinking about. But so when I think about something being once in a lifetime, um, it's more, it's not about, you know, will you ever get a chance to travel again? Or will you ever get a chance to, you know, live abroad again or stuff like that? But more about this um, kind of Japanese principle that I come back to. Um, and I'm not going to say this right, probably. I think it's pronounced ichigo ichi um i'm just gonna spell it because why butcher it's i c h i go and then the second word is i c h i e so um anyway it basically means 
um, for this time only or like one chance in a lifetime. But it's not about you won't get to do this ever again. It's about how the same circumstances won't be repeated ever again, which honestly is like a really beautiful but bittersweet thing. It's about how basically, for example, like in a Japanese tea ceremony, you could have the exact room and the exact same group of people, the same thing as being served, and you bring everyone back, right? But you will never be able to recreate that first tea ceremony. Um, so it's kind of about how everything in life is only for this time, um, which I think is a really beautiful perspective. Like everything in life is once in a lifetime. Everything in life is for this time only, which makes me be more appreciative because like you you think that you're going to see your friends a bunch of times, or your family a bunch of times, which, you know, we all have done that many times. But each of those times is so unique that that was that once in a lifetime. Like you will not be able to recreate that ever again. And of course, you never know when the last time is going to be, which is a very sad thing to think about. <laughs> I don't like to think about it very much. But yeah, like sometimes you just never know when the last time that you see something will be. And it doesn't even have to be something that, you know, um, morbid. It could even be something like, for example, I was thinking recently of um, in Seattle, I would love to um, run around this specific park. And I thought that like the last time that I ran around that park, I thought that I would have another more, another run around there right but I actually never ended up going on that you know so that was the last time I just never recognized that to be my last time uh, which again it's just a park but it was a very beautiful park I loved it and yeah so it kind of makes me think about how not only do you never know what the last time is but each time is so unique because it is that once in a lifetime so that's kind of how I think about once in a lifetime things which is why I feel like even the small moments are like worth soaking up or you know, um, just really, really appreciating because even if you're going to see your friends again, same very next weekend or have this experience again the next weekend or going out again, like literally the next day, like that is not going to be repeated. So that's kind of um, what I think about. And then um, the last kind of thread of thought that this quote inspired. So like we started with, what do we start with? We started with like images and like, memories and the five-step process thing and then also thought about <laughs> the Japanese once in a lifetime like how this picture or moment will not be recreated and the other thing that this art exhibit inspired which I'm honestly very surprised with how much this art exhibit inspired because um I know some people like pay a lot of attention to art and like really get inspired by the details of it and stuff like I will read some of the signs and things and I will learn but I don't always notice like the fine details in artwork. Um, but like sometimes like some installations are very, I don't know, thought-provoking, I guess. So um, the other thing that I was thinking about during this um, voiceover show immersive thing, um, because the voiceover of the mythological creature person, person, Cassandra, person <laughs> who could... Um, see the future but no one would believe her was about like parallel universes or future and infinite possibilities and things like that um I do think if you could see the future but no one believes you it would be uh pretty isolating um because it's just like trying to bang your head against the wall and you're like people seem so stupid you know but hey sometimes that happens in regular life too where you just can't get someone to see your perspective so I guess not too different from that um 
but um it made me think of like parallel universes and stuff because recently I've been thinking more and more about like I've always kind of played around with this idea but more and more I've been thinking about how um like time is not linear and um there can be so many parallel universes before I used to think of this as parallel universes of you know where you are um right now like your age right now and then like you doing multiple things at different times but then um recently I've also been thinking about what if the future version of you and the past version of you is also existing at the same time which is not like a new thing or by any means like uh, I've heard of this before but I wasn't really giving it thought but recently I was thinking about it because I thought that kind of sounded like cool or eerie in a way um just the idea that it's not just you right now that's living multiple times but um even the future version of you already existing and the past version of you existing like time is not linear at all like everything happening at the same time and I remember a very long time ago I think I was like 17 maybe like um this like you somehow it came up in some random class and this classmate asked me like oh if parallel universes were to exist that means that you would literally have like an infinite amount of possibilities because every single thing you do would branch out into a different universe or something you know like oh like if I have breakfast now versus having breakfast later or whatever but um I, I at that time I was like yeah I guess that makes sense I mean that does seem like it would be too many but honestly my concept of the universe has changed so much since then that I do think that could be possible because the universe is infinite so why not and it doesn't have to take up space in the way that we think of it taking up space because I feel like when this was asked to me before I thought of it as like I don't know how to describe like bubbles or like pockets of universe like or pockets of situations or circumstances and like just many 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 pockets and pockets and pockets and not only for yourself but for like literally everyone around you because everyone else is living their own reality and how they interact with you so I was like oh yeah that does seem like too many but like if our concept of space is not what we think it is either it doesn't actually have to take up physical space it doesn't have to be this cube in in the galaxy where like in this cube you're doing this thing in this cube you're doing this thing you know um yeah so that's why I do think it can be possible. Um, I mean, obviously we don't know, but because of that, I have also been kind of experimenting. This was just this is just like in the past week, I would say, of thinking about all the possibilities from here on out instead of the past. So, damn it! Sometimes I wish I could like scribble or like draw on a podcast for a visual, but um, I don't know if you've seen that um, visual of like it's like a tree branch thing and like it's like everything that's happened up until your life until now and then it kind of ends in a point uh you know all the different branches that led to where you are right now and you know people think like oh my gosh like here I am right now and you know where am I going next but where you're going next is also not like a straight path it's going to also branch out so all the possibilities open to you are this like amazing tree branch not tree branch well network of tree branches um just imagine a beautiful wide network of tree branches. Like those are all your possibilities going out from now. So I saw this like a long time ago and it's just about like, you know, um, how your life is not going to be linear and you have a lot of things like it's not done. You know, people think about, oh, here are all the things I should have done in the past that should have led me to a different spot. But hey, that's done now. From now you can go and do all those different things because those branches are still open to you. So 
And along the same lines of that, like I have been thinking about in the past week of how from the point I am now, there is infinite possibility, um, which just like there was infinite possibility that brought me here. And technically, I guess if you believe the universe exists and time is, you know, not linear and all of that, like those possibilities are still running, I guess, in the background. But um, how there's infinite possibility from here on out, because like whatever happened in the past or whatever dictated some outcome in the past doesn't have to apply now because it could very well be that the reality that I'm living in now, that doesn't apply because I'm starting fresh every time. I don't know if I'm doing a good job explaining this, but basically the idea that you're not carrying the limitations of the past or the baggage of the past or just even whatever rules or conditioning or whatever from the past because every time you're starting over fresh and you have these infinite possibilities in front of you so it's just about looking out ahead of that um which obviously is easier said than done because um our brains don't work that way like they're not forgetting our past every single time and i wouldn't want it to either like obviously it's a beautiful thing um so it's not saying that you're like oh snap like i'm done like all my old thoughts are gone or like whatever you believe about the world or whatever you believe has happened or like, you know, um, frames your thinking is gone. It's not, but, uh, more about the idea of, I guess, of like not letting it hold you back and not thinking like, Oh, because it didn't work out this time, this can't happen. Or, you know, because this happened, this is going to be my next step just because I've already done this. You know, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been experimenting with thinking about. I would say like the last week, week and a half. So very fresh in the mind, but this whole art exhibit art exhibit made me think of that because of this person that could see the future and the destruction of Troy. So anyway, those were all my thoughts about um, this quote. The last thing in my life will be a picture, not a word. And honestly, repeating that is giving me goosebumps because it just, you don't want to think about the last thing in your life, you know, you just don't want to think about it. But yeah. Um, I'm going to wrap up there. Um, Have a good day. And I will talk next time on some other topic. No intro or outro still because I'm figuring out where this podcast is going or if it's going. (laughs) So let's see. Okay, bye bye.